This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome along to an extra edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Nothing easy from us on a Friday, but because we've got an ATP Tour 1000 event this week, it's semi final day on Saturday in the Italian Open over in Rome. And I'm delighted to say joining me is our senior tennis handicapper, for because we've been Sean Calvert. Sean, we didn't put an official pick up last week because uh, the each way value wasn't there, but we did. Mm. You did have a lean. Uh, you did have Casper Rudd at plus thirty three hundred, so thirty three to one, and the Norwegian yeah. safely through to the semifinals. We've got a bit of an interest in this one, haven't we? Yeah, we said at the start, you know, that that Rude was was the value based on based on the stats, based on the draw, um, and all the rest of it. But there wasn't an each way market up, was there at the time? So um, we couldn't have that one as an official bet but uh it's 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 worked out as as i'd hoped actually you know rude's um shown some improved form which he, he was always likely to do at some point during this this clay swing and he's now got a, a reasonable chance of making the final is he coming back to the form we saw last year i mean you're the you're the man with the stats is he coming back to the form we we have last year obviously he used to apart from the doubt he was probably the most dominant force on clay last season uh, he had a bad, bad start to the campaign in 2023, but is he is 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 probably a contender now for the upcoming French Open? Yeah, I mean his his current season clay stats at main level are actually slightly better than Rune's. Um, 107 service points, one and return points, one total, and Rune 106. But you you might argue that that Rune has played slightly easier opposition. I, I to be honest with you, I haven't looked at every single match and, and determined the standard of the opposition. Uh, that could have an effect, but. Yeah, I mean his his stats now, just on the on the face of it, are um are, are decent. They're, you know, they're, they're comparable to how he was last year, and uh, obviously made the final of the French Open last year. So yeah, anything's possible for Rude in the next sort of few weeks. Before we look at tomorrow's semi-finals, just let's have a look at that French Open market because the big news of the week is Rafael Nadal will not play uh, in Paris. He's trying to come back for the for the Olympics, but it doesn't look good for the legend, the King of Clay, Rafa Nadal. But um, this week, obviously, we've seen some surprise results in Rome. Alcaraz getting beat by the qualifier. Djokovic obviously getting beat by Rune, but they still dominate the French open market with Bet Rivers. Carlos Alcaraz is plus 135. Novak Djokovic is plus $2. Holger Rune is now the third favourite in single figures of plus 800. Sits at plus 900. Yannick Sinner, 1300. Daniel Medvedev is 2,000. Kasper Rudd is 2,200. Um... Well, look at that. I mean, it's it's a head scratcher of a French Open so far. Isn't it? Coming into it, usually you have a dominant player and you think he's the one who's beat. Obviously, Alcaraz now got a question marks about him. You talk about sometimes on this podcast about looking at players you want to take a few weeks ahead of a, a major. Is there anyone you've got on your radar now looking at the French Open? I think if you look at the stats, it it has to be Sinner. But once again, we're just we, we're 
concerned aren't we about his fitness you know we've, we've said it countless times he doesn't seem fit enough to even to even win a masters 1000 let alone let alone a grand slam but if you're prepared to take a chance um on the fact that these are just little hiccups with sinner and and he, he does have the physicality then if you're just looking at the the, the the numbers um over the last 12 months on clay and, and you're comparing the prices you would you would say without a shadow of a doubt that that sinner is is value i mean we were talking on about Rome, obviously, weren't we last week? And if I remember rightly, Sinner was what seven to one mm. to win Rome, and now he's fourteen to one to win the French Open against exactly the same players. You know, his price is effectively doubled. I, I don't know why you can think of a reason for that, other than the fact that he bombed out this week in Rome. But um, just on the stats, you, you would say Sinner is the value. It just depends on whether you trust his fitness or not. I've actually better to win Wimbledon. Um, I'm not quite. I'm not quite sure where his surface is. I'm not quite sure where Sinner fits into the category of players. The one thing I've, I have noted over the week, I think Alcaraz is ridiculously short at plus one thirty-five, and Novak Djokovic is definitely beatable at two dollars. I will. I backed mm. Holger Rune at twenty-fives um, about two months ago, three months ago. So I'm happy with that position at eight. But uh, mm. I think I think if someone gave me now a free bet with Bet Rivers, said to me, "Listen, you can have a, a ten-dollar free bet." I think Casper Rudd is the value. Twenty two, twenty two hundred. We'll see. We'll see, won't we? By the end of tomorrow, whether he is or not. Once he's playing, once he's played Rune, he hasn't he hasn't played that much yet. This this clay swing, Casper Rude. Um, I, I would have to see this Rune at Rune semi final and then the final before I sort of made a a decision on him. But yeah, on the statistics, he's he's right in there with the chance. I think Rune's perhaps a little bit short. Um, on the stats, you would say he's definitely short. You know, his service points one and return points one total on clay. Last twelve months is it's it's decent, but it's it's not worthy of an eight to one whatever he is um, third favorite. I think he's perhaps a bit short. I, I would, if I was making this book, I would probably make Sitsa pass and ruin the other way around. Personally, a mm. uh, couple of weeks away now from the French Open, the second major of twenty twenty three. It's all exciting stuff, and every bet and every angle will be covered here. On the Bet Rivers Network and on Because We Win, uh, we're going to have the, the men's matches with myself and Sean and also Roy Girani will be looking at the women's draw. Something to look forward to over the next couple of weeks. But it's all about Rome. It's all about the ATP Tour 1000 this weekend. Uh, Saturday's match is two semifinals. We're going to start off with the first semifinal. This is around about 7 a.m. Uh, Eastern time start. So check the Bet Rivers website. Uh, for, we haven't got the order of play yet, but the order of play will be out soon. It'll be around about 7 a.m. Eastern time start. Uh, the first match we're going to talk about is Daniel Medvedev against Stefan Tsitsipas. The Greek is a heavy favourite here, minus 150. Daniel Medvedev is plus 120. Uh, the spread is 22 and a half, uh, under minus 109, over 22 and a half is minus 117. So that's the totals. The spread is one and a half with Tsitsipas minus one and a half at minus 121. The pair have met 11 times. Medvedev leads 7-4. They've met in seven uh, best of three sets and in every single best of three sets match the overs has cashed on the total games this week i've had a very profitable week thanks to um, some of your picks uh sean but left to my own devices in two matches i've opposed medvedev and i've come unstuck on both of them um this is a these are these are two players that you like to oppose on clay in the market you're heavily so you're so i i think you're going to be quite undecided on where this one's going to go I am undecided about how it's going to go. Um, I can see why you've taken Medvedev on on clay. It's 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 a fair it's a fair option, isn't it? Considering what we've seen from him so far in his career on clay, but he does look much improved as far as his attitude is concerned. Um, this Rome, I don't think he'd ever want to match in Rome 
until this year, had he, if, I'm, if I remember rightly. I think he was zero and three coming into this particular round. But he seems to have, have got his head on a little bit um, this time. He seems to be more more likely to to give it a go. In in, in previous sort of roams, he's 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 not he's not been interested. It's, it's you know it's not his his sort of conditions. But now I think maybe that that uh, great performance he had in Indian Wells, uh, where it's slow, um, and the, the the early parts of the clay swing is kind of convincing that well you know maybe I can play on this surface. Um, He's beaten sits a pass on clay before, you know, in, in slow conditions at Mont- in Monte Carlo, around about the same same sort of price as he is today. That was back in 2019. So he, he can beat sits a pass on clay. Um, it, it's it's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, if you're just looking at it on pure stats of clay, of, of clay at main level, you know, short term and long term, you would you would have to make sits a pass the favourite, and on the basis of that, the prices are about right. But you know, Medvedev's got a good record against against Sitsipas. Um I still think that Sitsipas backhand is is prone to break breaking down uh, against someone that can just pepper it, which is what Medvedev will do. Um, if you look at the all time head to head on all surfaces, it's it's certainly in favour of Medvedev. Service points one and return points one total of one hundred and four compared to Sitsipas's ninety six. But in the two clay meetings, if we just isolate those two clay meet, uh, meetings. Sitsipas is leading by 107 to 93 in terms of service points one and return points one. So he's although it's one one, he he has been fairly dominant in, in the two clay court meetings, even though he didn't win one of them. So uh, yeah, I think Sitsipas is the, is the right favourite. I just wonder how he's going to play this because he's beaten Medvedev in the last, I think, three out of the last four meetings, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, Sitsipas, but in those meetings, he's employed this serve and volley technique. Um, which is always a good play against Medvedev, but I, I presume he's not going to do that on the clay. I, he may do. He may chuck it in from from you know every now and then just to keep Medvedev honest. But you do need to be able to get Medvedev forward. You got to get him off that comfortable position, that deep lying position that he likes behind the baseline. If you can disrupt his rhythm with a lot of drop shots and all the rest of it, then you can you can beat him. Um, again, it just depends on Medvedev's attitude. You know, I suspect. Now that he's got as far as the semi-finals, and he's, he's facing Sitsipas, a guy who he doesn't like, a guy who he's got a good record against. I suspect we'll get a decent showing from him. I think this is a difficult one to bet. I, I really do. I'm not. I'm, a bet isn't isn't jumping out off the page for me. I don't know if it is for you. Well, no, not really. Not on the not on the money line. But it's the fact that the two of them don't get on very well, the fact that um, Medvedev is improving all the time on clay, and in their matches before, there's been a lot of long. Games and there's been quite a few matches here in this tournament that have gone overs, especially in the latter rounds. I'm quite inclined mm. to go over over 22 and a half here at minus 117 for a lean. Yeah, um, that, that would be possible, my, that yeah. would be that would be my pick. But uh, nothing really with a huge motive, you know, huge conviction. But I think if I was pushed for a bet and for a push for an angle, I would go over 22 and a half games at minus 117. Yeah, I I couldn't disagree with that. I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if this is a three setter. I, I think um, I think Medvedev certainly got it in him to to um, to get errors out of that that sits pass backhand side, even on clay. Um, you know, he's done it before. So perhaps over two and a half sets would probably be my angle. I like to be a bit greedy with the prices, as you know. Um, over two and a half sets would probably be my play if I if I absolutely had to have a bet in this one. And remember, there's 41 different betting markets available on the Bet Rivers website. Head across there. You can also live stream the match. 
So if it's a Saturday and you you know you're off work and the, and the missus wants to take you down shopping, garden shopping, or or anything else, you you're out of the house all day. You can sort of sneak away in the car and put it on your your tablet and watch the match. Say you got you just want to check something out in the car and sit and watch the tennis while she's out shopping. Two and a half hours. <laughs> well, I've done it before. Trust me. When I've gone to IKEA, I've sat in the car and said, "I think there's a bit of a problem. I need to do something at work and come out two hours later to watch the football match." It can be done, Sean. It can okay. be done. I'll take you word for it. Can you need you need a good mobile device with good internet? That's very essential. And the second thing you need is your very understanding wife, which is yeah. the difficult part. That is the difficult. Counts part. me out. I think. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the difficult part, but it can be done. Uh, the next match, this is where all our interest is on Saturday. It's Sean's lean at a, store, at a tournament start. Hopefully, some of you have taken the 33 to 1 or the plus 3,300 on Kasper Rud. And he's up against Holger Runa, obviously, uh, the battle of the Norwegian against the Dane. Um, look at the odds of this match. I'm quite surprised, really, by the betting. Um, Holger Runa is minus 167. Kasper Rud is plus 135. The spread here now is a two and a half. Underdog Rude, where you can bet him at minus 127. The totals again pitch exactly the same as the first match, 22 and a half. But when we look at the head to head, it's very, very one sided in favor of Casper Rude. He leads 4 0 on the head to heads. And the really important thing here for, for this one is that all four of the matches are played on clay. And three of them have been, well, two of them have been very, very one sided. I know it was in 2021, but a 6 love, 6 2 win in Bastard, a 6 2 6 1 in Monte Carlo. The most recent outcome, uh, the most recent match was last year in the French Open in the quarterfinal stage where Rude came through 6-3 in the fourth set. Given those stats, given the history of Rude, um, I know we have a position, and I think sometimes the position is clouded by the price. We don't want to go in heavily again, but you know my motto, don't be a moron, put more on. And yeah. I think I think here, plus 135 on Casper Rude is, is disrespectful. Holger Rune falls into every category of, a, of fade that I have Someone, I thought he was really, really exhausted against Popperin. I watched that game. He was out on his feet. Popperin was banging aces down in the second set. Runa got a break and held on it to win it in the third. He's had an absolutely huge high of beating Djokovic again. Uh, may have played his final. And Kasper Ruud just doing what Kasper Ruud does, just getting through that draw, getting to the latter stages. Um, I know we've got a position, Sean, but at plus 135, it's tempting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, just just before I talk about this, I should point out for anyone that didn't listen to the podcast on at the start of the tournament that no betting underdog has, has won in the Rome semi-final since at least 2004 when my records began. Um, I haven't got records of prices prior to that. Um, so every every single favourite has won in the Rome semi-finals for basically 20 years. So the records that, are there to be broken. They are, I'm, just, I'm just pointing it out. I'm just pointing okay. out if anyone wants to kind of just do the parlay of the two favourites, that would have cashed in every year since 2004 in the semi-final stage that said normally it was a Djokovic Nadal final in Rome so it's they they were normally the favorites in the semi-finals not um not Holger Rune and and Stefano Tsitsipas but those are the trends um yeah these two don't like each other either do they there was um an incident at the French Open last year wasn't there when um Rune got got a bit upset about Rude or one of Rude's teams celebrating and right up in his face in the locker room or something like that after they've played or some such incident. It doesn't take much to upset Rune, does it? There's always there's always some sort of problem that he's got. He's um yeah, his temperament doesn't doesn't impress me, I must admit. But um you make a good point about the the fitness situation. He has played a lot more as Holger Rune than than Casper Rude this um clay swing. He's he's played thirty five sets in the clay swing so far, Cas uh 
Holger Rune and Kasper Ruiz played 29, so six sets fewer. Um, but allied to that, yeah, you're right. He did look tired against Alexei Popperin. He did have a, a medical timeout, didn't he, against Novak Djokovic? I think it was a, a knee problem, if I, if I recall correctly. Um, that said, he's had two days off to recover now, hasn't he? Because this isn't being played until until Saturday, so he's had a little bit of time to recover. It depends on how bad this this injury is for Holger Rune. But yeah, if we just if we just look at the stats of the head to head, we should we should bear in mind that um, all four of the matches that have previously been played between these two were when Holger Rune was ranked between number 322 in the world and number 40 in the world. So they've not met with Rune as a top a top 40 player until now. Um, but just looking at the stats of those four meetings, they're absolutely dominant, as you said, for Casper Rude. Service points one and return points one total of 116 to 84, which is as dominant as it gets. But it does include those two meetings when Holger Rune was very, very new to the tour. If you look at the last two meetings only, which is probably slightly more accurate to what we're going to get, uh, it's still fairly dominant to Rude, 110 to 90, which is still very, very dominant um, head-to-head. We've got, I've got plenty more stats on this. The last, If we just look at the last 12 months on clay at main level, um, Holger Rune's service points, one and return points, one total is 104. Casper Rude is better on 107. If we just isolate it down to this current season, 2023 on clay at main level, Rude, uh, Rune is on 106. Rude, uh, Rude is on 107. So Casper Rude is better in statistically, you know, in every category. So if you're not on, my advice would probably be if you're not on the 33 to 1 um, outright on Rude, then you, you could certainly make a, a very strong case for him being um, good value in this one. I've asked you this question before, and I'm going to ask you again. I mean, I think sometimes when we play a future market and we have so much hinging on the future market, it clouds our opinion when we get to the semifinals. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people will say, well, we should hedge the position or we should hedge the position in the final. But I, I disagree with that. I think that if you make the person value, then you go in again. Because if this was a second round match, you might be making a case for Casper Rudd at plus 135 in this match. Um, do you do, do you do you take that into account when you're looking at these odds? Do you think are you thinking to yourself, well, listen, I've got 33, I've got 16 and a half to one on him winning it. What's the point of risking more money at plus 135? Is that part of your thinking here? There's, there's certainly that view. I mean, I know yeah. I know people that that wouldn't possibly hedge until they saw until they saw that hedging bit as absolute value, even if it's even if it's down to like one to one to 33 or something like mm-hmm. that. I do know people that would go that far. It depends on your own philosophy of, of gambling, how you see things. A lot of people would, would see, let's assume that people have had him at 33 to 1. A lot of people would just automatically back Rune at whatever price he was, just just on the basis that they, they just want to they just don't want to lose in the semi-final. They don't want to lose the 16 to 1 each way. I suppose and there's a that's a fair way of thinking, isn't it? Because if you're basically what we've got here, if you have backed the outright, is is one guy at 16 to 1 mm. and the other guy at 1.65 or whatever he is. So looking at it like that it depends how you look at it you know if you could look at it and say well i'm just having a bet on rune now because it's just free money um personally i would say that i I wouldn't hedge this unless the price was was much more favorable i just think that's a a very skinny price on holger rune well i'm personally going in again i'm going all in on casper i'm going in again plus 135 i do a little roughly i have a little ranking so how i work my odds out if anybody's interested, I know Sean's got the stats and that, but now, and I've always been taught to do this when I was an odds compiler, you rank everyone. Uh, so you rank our crowds at hundred 
and then you rank every player opponent and how you would bet against Alcaraz. So if, if Alcaraz was against someone a qualifier, you might give the qualifier a, a, a rating of one. Uh, if he was like minus, like Jan, for example, yeah. If he was, if he was, yeah. <laughs> if he was like mine, if he was minus one thousand against someone, that person would get a rating of ten. So a hundred to ten would be minus one thousand. If he was minus five hundred, get a rating of twenty. On my ratings, Casper Ruud and Holger Rune. Holger Rune is only a very, very slightly favourite over Casper Ruud. It's like twenty-two and sorry, twenty-four and twenty-three on the ranking system. So the margin here is tiny. And I think at plus one thirty-five, it's it's being very disrespectful for a man who's got such a. It's looking at this year's form rather than looking mm. at the last two years of, of the clay court form. And then Kasparud at the start of the year, yes, you'd oppose him, but he's getting better and better. And Holger Rune to me is is peaking at the wrong time. I think he he needs to calm down a little bit and try to go into the French Open, not only for himself because he's carried a twenty-five to one ticket for me as well. So uh, you're just interested in your French Open position. All, here, all, all, all I care about is all I care about <laughs> myself. That's all I care about. But uh, today I, I'll be one of these fans, like you know, I'll be the, I'll be in the crowd with a Casper Ruud, the greatest of all time flag today, and then at the French Open. Are, in Paris, are any of those I'll in got, existence? That I'm going to set up a Casper Ruud um, Kent fan club. And then uh, I'm going to have a whole Garuna flag at the French Open because I won the French Open. I'm a fickle fan. I'm the Don King of the tennis world. I walk in with one boxer. You've not quite got the hair for it, have you, for Don King? <laughs> yes, that's, yes, very, very similar. <laughs> uh, well, there's, there's many difference, uh, there are difference between me and Don King apart from the hair as well. But anyway, so I think Casper here at plus 135 represents a Vanny, and I hope that you uh, are going to get involved in that. And obviously, if you have, if you're not, and you're going to choose to hedge your position or you want to... Uh, you want to just write it out. Let's cheer on Casper Rudin getting through to the final and another fantastic outright pick from Sean on what's been an incredible uh, two couple of months here on the Betting Weekly Game Bet match. Uh, remember, like I said, lots of tennis to come up. We've got uh, the the French Open starting a week on uh, Monday. We'll have on uh, Sunday, sorry. We'll have a load of previews on that in the build-up to it as well and some fantastic content all the way through. And there's four ways to follow us here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. The first way you can do it is download our podcast, which is the Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on your preferred podcast provider. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is the Bet Rivers Network, and you can see all the fabulous content that we provide there from all the different sports of this side of the pond and across in America, and also on our social media platforms on Instagram and Twitter at Because We Win is the joint handle that's shared by all the fabulous handicappers we have here covering the soccer uh, the tennis and a little bit of golf action as well with the, the PGA Championship going on as well. Uh, Sean, thank you very much. What's your weekend plan? Hopefully you're going to plan, a, uh, you're going to sit around and cheer a uh, a winner uh, tomorrow with Casper Ruud. Well, I'm definitely going to watch Casper Ruud, yeah, against Ruud. I think that should be quite a spicy one as well. It should be interesting, even if you're not um, holding a, a big price ticket on the, the outright. Um, then I'll be looking at all the stats for um, Geneva and Leon. So, yeah. Another yeah, tennis-oriented we'll weekend for me. We'll be previewing that on Sunday. For me, I'm gonna go to IKEA. I'm gonna try to sit in the back seat. I'm gonna do the mo- download the Bet Rivers app. Say there's something wrong I need to do for work, and see if I can get two hours away from the missus to watch the tennis. And in the evening, I'm going to see a Tina Turner tribute act. So there you go. But there's only one who's simply the best, and that is Sean Calvert. Take care, everyone. All the best. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.